What if healing cancer didn't have to be so overwhelming and confusing? What if you could access a higher level of consciousness to accelerate healing? And what if you had a clear roadmap to follow, a path to lead you out of the fear and uncertainty? Hi, I'm Dr. Katie Deming. As an oncologist who's cared for thousands of patients, let me guide you safely through the fog. My Six Pillars of Healing Cancer workshop series is now available, and it's not too late to join. Choose from a range of powerful workshops, each designed to support your healing journey, covering nutrition, emotional well-being, hydration, physical practices, the mind-body connection, and spirituality. Select only the workshops that align with you, or for a limited time, buy the entire bundle and enjoy significant savings. Don't miss this proven holistic roadmap to clarity and deep inner calm to support your healing process. Check the link in this episode's description to learn more and sign up today. Remember, you've got this. You're listening to the Born to Heal podcast with Dr. Katie Deming. On today's episode, we are talking about my next chapter and what it means for you, my followers, on the Born to Heal podcast. So stay tuned. Hello, and thank you for joining me as I come back after a couple month break where on my first episode back, I talked to you last week about the TEDx Reno event that I spoke at. And today I'm going to give you a little bit of a preview of where I'm headed, because I think we're going to see some changes here on the podcast as I move into my next chapter, um, as I make some big changes. So I have not announced this on the podcast, although people who follow me on social media may have seen this, but I am actually leaving my specialty of radiation oncology this week. So when this podcast episode is released, it will be my last week as a radiation oncologist with Kaiser Permanente. So I have been practicing radiation oncology for 20 years now. So I trained for four years in radiation oncology at Duke University. And then my first job out of residency was at Kaiser Permanente. And so I've been practicing at the same location for 16 years. And it is really truly truly the end of an era for me as I close this chapter and I leave that practice. And I explain this on social media, but I'll explain it here. The reason for me making this shift is that I know I'm meant to serve in a different way. And I am not leaving the cancer space. So taking care of people with cancer, serving people with cancer is really my life's work. And I know that I will continue in this space, but I plan to do it in a different way. And the reason why I'm leaving my practice is because I would say for at least three years, I've started to feel like maybe I'm supposed to be doing something different. And in my career, I've been a radiation oncologist. I also am an inventor and entrepreneur and have a business, um, a line of clothing for women with sensitive skin from radiation treatments. Um, and I've also served in healthcare leadership roles. And 
I find that I'm most engaged when I am creating something new and really thinking about systems that serve people with cancer in a more holistic way. And I would say designing my clothing line and also designing the cancer service line for Kaiser Permanente's Northwest region were times when I felt most alive and when I was really using my unique gifts in the kind of um, fullest way possible. And as a radiation oncologist, I'm good at my job. I, um, I love taking care of patients, but Western medicine is a lot like a cookbook style to medicine. And I'm not discounting, I really actually believe in Western medicine and um, am very grateful for the privilege that I've had to take care of thousands of patients and understand radiation physics, radiation biology, cancer biology, and take care of patients. But what I found was that the you know, basically in Western medicine, we have a specialty and then our job is to really master the evidence and the literature and then offer those treatments to patients. And it is very standardized. So the treatments that we offer um, are very standard depending on the disease type. And What's interesting for me is that the part of medicine that is kind of the most fascinating is not memorizing or reading the latest literature on, you know, how to adjust the dose of radiation or kind of, uh, you know, doing more fancy planning, you know, kind of advances in the technology of radiation. That excites me very little. Like I, I do it because it's part of my job and I do it because it matters for my patients to make sure that they get the best treatment. But what really fascinates me is the human element of oncology and really diving into how do I help my patients get the most out of the treatment that I'm prescribing? And as I've realize this about myself, I've started to realize, gosh, you know, I think that I want to think about healing cancer in a more holistic way. And I want to help teach patients how to get better results with whatever treatment that they're doing. And there are certainly um, programs like there's mind body medicine and, you know, holistic programs that offer complementary services to patients with cancer. But I'm not aware of a system that is taught to patients to help them get the most out of their treatment and feel better faster. And I know that it's possible because in caring for thousands of patients, I've seen that some of my patients do better and some of them do worse. And there are consistent things that those people who do better do. And over the past year and a half, I would say, I've really dug into quantum physics and um, 
the mind and understanding how our subconscious works, how the conscious mind works, how our body connects to the mind, and how we can improve function of the body through connection with the mind. And I believe that I can teach patients in a systematic way how to get better results with whatever their treatment is. And if you think about this, like what we focus on in Western medicine is, okay, here's the treatment and this treatment offers X percentage of a benefit, right? But when you study clinical trials that are the basically the research studies that demonstrate whether a treatment works or not, those studies are well controlled for variables that could affect the outcome, right? So we want to make sure that whatever we're doing in a study like that is really looking at just the treatment itself and how that's benefiting the patient because that's the way that we can determine whether a treatment is beneficial or not, right? Is by minimizing variables um, and then really focusing on one treatment. But what we know is that there are so many variables that can also affect the outcome of a treatment. There are studies that show hypnosis. Patients who use hypnosis for surgery use less anesthesia. They have less post-operative pain. They recover faster. And there are little pieces like that that we can use. But if you can develop a way to systematically implement those into a patient's treatment course, then suddenly we can take treatments that have X percentage of a benefit and potentially amplify that. And if you think about it, if we can amplify every step of a patient's cancer journey, I don't care what treatment that you're doing, whether it's conventional chemotherapy and radiation, or whether someone is absolutely opposed to doing Western medicine and they're doing some alternative treatments. I really believe that when people engage their mind and body together, they can get better outcomes from whatever treatment that they're doing. And so this is where I see myself heading. And the interesting thing is, is that when I made the decision in January, I didn't know what it looked like. I just knew that it was no longer aligned for me to practice radiation oncology. And I knew that there was this other thing kind of coming in for me, but I also knew that if I tried to force it so that I could have like this clear transition from, you know, radiation oncology into exactly what I was going to do next, that I might limit what's possible for this next chapter for me. And so I intentionally left it open and said, I'm not sure what it looks like, but I'm going to release this, my practice of radiation oncology to open to whatever I'm supposed to do next. And over the past few months, it started to become clear to me that this is the the approach that I'm going to be taking is really helping patients get better outcomes with whatever treatment that they're doing. And the other thing is one thing that I know I can help patients do is I can help them feel better faster. And this is that there are things that we do during treatment that can make things harder or easier depending on how we think about them. 
And it's not just being positive. So I know a lot of my listeners think that you need to be positive about everything all the time. And, and, and that's really, you know, my advice, but the truth is, is it's, it's more than that. It's looking at the interpretations that you're making about everything that happens related to your cancer. And a lot of times we put a lot of pressure on ourselves about the outcomes and, and what does it mean if, if, you know, a scan comes back and, and it's not what we had hoped for. And there are ways that we can shift perspective to see things in a more empowering way. And it's not that we have to be Pollyanna and it's like, everything is fine all the time. I actually think that it can be problematic to be positive all the time. And there's a term called um, toxic positivity, which means when you don't allow yourself to feel the feelings and the emotions that you're experiencing, because you feel like you need to be positive all the time, it can actually be toxic. And I really believe that's true. So I, I believe that we need to grieve the losses. We need to feel the pain, you know, to allow that to run through us, process it, move through it so that we can get past it. And if you don't do that and you deny it, then I think that creates problems as well. So I want to be clear that my, you know, mission is not just to make everyone feel positive about everything and think positively about their cancer. It's my goal is to help you understand how your brain works and how it's connected to your body and how you use it to your advantage in every circumstance. And so this is the direction that I'm heading in. And I will say that it's been a very, um, rocky path for me because number one, it's kind of strange to have someone who is, you know, 20 years into their career in a lucrative career that I do very well financially and I love what I do and I'm good at what I do. And to just let that go. A lot of people are like, wow, that's weird. Like, is she having a midlife crisis? And I would say, no, the answer is no, this is really deliberate. This is an intentional decision. And one of the things that I believe very strongly, and I think cancer opens this for a lot of people, is that one of the most important things that you can do is to be authentic to who you truly are. That I really believe this life is about stripping away all the expectations and the should haves and the things that we think we're supposed to do because it's the acceptable, you know, kind of standard route and embrace who we truly are. And, and I'm realizing that my gifts are different than a lot of my peers in radiation oncology. And there are a lot of amazing radiation oncologists who are great at what they do. And so my mission here is to let them do that amazing work that needs to be done and allow me to shift out. And I believe because of my traditional background and my expertise in Western medicine and oncology, and then also in healthcare leadership helps me understand how we can implement these tools and really integrate them into 
any treatment, including Western medicine, in a way that's very impactful and effective because I want people to get better. And I want people to heal themselves both physically, emotionally, and also spiritually. So this is what I'm headed into. The podcast is still the same in terms of Born to Heal. My message is still the same, but I may be bringing on some guests to um, talk about some different areas that maybe not my area of expertise to um, share and, and help you guys get tools that you need. And my goal is to really give you useful tools that you can use in whatever treatment you choose to pursue. So thank you for staying with me and stay tuned um, for the next episode. Okay, take care. Hey, this is Dr. Katie Deming, and thank you for listening to the Born to Heal podcast. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and loved ones. Help me create more impact around the world. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram or Facebook and visit katiedeming.com for more information on how to work with me.